Welcome to this special bonus episode of Reading Between the Reels. I'm Craig Dickinson, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Corey Heitschmidt and Justin Eldon. How's it going, guys? Here we are. Justin, how you doing? So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, today on the show, we wanted to just give our first impressions on James Gunn's DCU announcement from Tuesday, January 31st. Uh, time of recording. This is, this is the next day. This is... Uh, February 1st. This should drop tomorrow. So these are very early takeaways, but we wanted to make sure we got our got our thoughts out there as soon as we could. So um, I'm going to start with I'm going to start with Corey because I know he's got a lot to say. Corey, what are your top three takeaways from yesterday's announcements? Well, I'm going to be honest, Craig. I was very hopeful that James Gunn was going to take this someplace fantastic. I'm still hopeful. I'm a believer. I'm a believer in the DC projects and the DC universe. I just don't see the uh, the reception has been cold on the social media. And I and I tell you this, the the one thing, the flagship of all DC, Superman, and his whole premise for doing Superman uh, legacy was to get back to Clark having to struggle between his Kryptonian heritage and his young upbringing with his parents have instilled in him. And I, the moment I read that, I thought, okay, but you look at what Schneider did with Henry Cavill in Man of Steel, which is a perfect film. Man of Steel is perfect. Zod and his whole reason for being struggles with the Kryptonian heritage. It shows how Superman's struggling with that Kryptonian heritage and who the Kryptonians were. And then the flashbacks with Kevin Costner and the incredibly powerful buildup of that, where he tells his hero story about saving the horses. And and his dad tells him, you saved the horses, or he saved the horses and his neighbor's horses were drowning while he was eating his hero cake. And it was so powerful because it sets up the whole premise through the Snyder League that, or the Snyderverse, that all of the struggles and everything they do and everything they overcome creates other problems that go on. Right. And so I think I think it I think Schneider did a great job in Man of Steel of showing Superman's struggle between Krypton and his upbringing. So um, I think the other part, though, I will say this. It does look like DC is going to take a risk and go with some. Some new uh, stories and tap into some new things that people haven't seen, you know, with uh, Booster Gold and and some of the other of the authority and kind of doing some of those things. But um I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the DC taking this taking this road. I don't know. I'm still in shock and awe a little bit about everything we lost because I think the dark side premise and setup was so incredible. So, I can turn it back to you, Craig, cuz I don't I don't know. I'm still shocked about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. Um so I, I'm going to go all first off. Yeah. The Superman news is, is my number one takeaway. And honestly, I'm at, I'm at peace about it. I mean, it was, I'm, I'm a huge man of steel fan. I love Henry Cavill in the role, but the fact that I'm getting a new Superman movie and I only have to wait two and a half years, I'm pretty excited about that. So Superman legacy, I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, I'm very curious as to who they're going to cast. But so far, what I've heard, I'm, I'm very excited about, especially hearing Peter Safran say that Superman stands for truth, justice, 
and the American way to even go back to that. Cause the comics have gone away from that. They've said, you know, truth, justice yeah. and, a, and a better tomorrow. So to hear, you know, their, uh, their ideas about taking Superman back to the core of the character, much like we talked about in our Superman, the movie episode, which if you haven't listened to that one, guys, please check that out. Uh, you know, it's that kind of going back to where Christopher Reeve was those, the, the 78 film. So if we can get, you know, something that's like a spiritual sequel to that, uh, or a spiritual reboot of that, I suppose. Like, I'm all for that. I'm very excited for that. And yeah, it's it's bittersweet because Cavill's not back. But if we can get somebody in there that's 25 and we can give us, give me my nine Superman movies where he starts off as the core of just, you know, goodness in a, in a world that's not, that doesn't look at goodness as a good thing. Like they talked about our kindness, you know, he's that just that shining beacon. Like, yes, build your, you know, do a great movie and build your universe on that. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I was watching a thing today on a video today about Batman with Michael Keaton. And when that first came out, he was known for Beetlejuice. And then he jumped into the Batman and the bad press that they put in there. And people were some writers and movie commentators weren't happy about it. And so I look and I think, okay, you fast forward to today where we have instantly a thousand keyboards and voices going the moment you make that, that announcement and at any given moment, they'll love or hate it. They'll love or hate every decision, armchair quarterback, every decision. And so I think sometimes, yes, even in my frustration, you know, in losing such a powerful lineup from the justice league, uh, I think you have to be hopeful because every time there's a new casting, it's tough to see the ones you love and the favorites go. But, um, and so I think, I think today and social media and everything makes it so difficult because it puts so much in our face about people who agree with us or disagree with us as we face those decisions that these executives have to make. All right. Justin, what about you? What, just give me a, a takeaway or a couple of takeaways from the, the announcements. Um, I actually didn't think I'd, I'd be going this direction. I feel like. Uh, normally I'm a little more pessimistic when it comes to DCEU stuff. Uh, while I, I love a lot of the films DC has created, um, I feel like clear direction has not been their strong suit. Um, and every, every time new news comes out, I'm always like, it, it's always read with a, or listened to with a pretty significant eye roll. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, DC, like, like we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, but this one, I want to be tentatively hopeful because it does seem like Gunn has more of a direction than they've had in the past and more of a commitment. Um, I appreciated during his announcement, it didn't seem like he was reading off of a script or his words were carefully planned and like rolled through layers of PR teams. It seemed off the cuff, but like in a in a good way. It sounded like someone who's a fan of the source material, and he is talking about a passion that that he really is like looking forward uh, to. That being said, DC has failed me in the past. Like I said, I like a lot of their movies, <laughs> but um, I I even I think I like some that aren't as popular. I like Batman vs Superman quite a bit the director's cut, but it's just, oh, they've let me down. They've let me down so many times. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, so I, so I want to be hopeful. I am really excited that, uh, 
I think he said in there, I don't remember the exact line, but he said that Superman would be like the official start of this of this new phase. Like there'll be stuff before, but Superman is the is right. like the the spawn point. Um which I'm very excited for because I think Superman is I don't know if Superman's or, or Batman's more popular. I'm sure it depends on the year and who you ask, but Superman still seems like the head of of the DC right. universe. Um so I, so I think anything with the DC universe has to start with him. Um so yeah. I'm excited. Maybe. We'll see. Ex- excited. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um Corey, did you want to jump in? Well, and and that's the thing. You have to wait and see the movie. You have to wait and see the first one come out and then you have to be willing to look with the the passion of a fan and say it's a new direction. I can't just live in the old stories. We have to go forward. So, I mean, so well, I... It's, it's not even necessarily the movie. It's the movie in addition to the promise of a connected universe. Because they, they yeah. can make good movies, but at the end of the day, they're competing with the MCU. And fans want that connected universe. And if you're just going to have a bunch of one-offs, they can be great movies. I think DC has made some fantastic one-offs. I love, I love The Joker. I think that's a great movie. But... I, I don't th- it, it's it's a lot more fun when it's in, when it's interconnected right and they, they just haven't really been able to pull that off very well yeah and, and speaking of that's a good that's a natural segue he did make some uh, clarifications about there, there was some about the Batman about Matt Reeves the Batman that it is in fact still its own thing as is Joker the sequel that's coming out already and then he also mentioned uh, Titan Teen, uh, Teen Titans Go uh, all being under the DC Elseworlds umbrella so it'll be very clear that that's happening um so, yeah, because there was some kind of back and forth. Maybe Robert Pattinson will be the DCU Batman, but he won't. And we'll actually get the new Batman in The Brave and the Bold, uh, featuring Damian Wayne as Robin, too. So one of the other announcements we got was, you know, we're starting to see the beginnings of a Justice League, a new version of the Justice League. And uh, my last one with that, too, is just that it, this is not a hard reboot. They very, it was very clear that this is a soft reboot because you have um, Amanda Waller played again by uh, Viola Davis. Um, Ezra Miller might be back. Jason Momoa is probably going to be back. Um, even but Zachary I'm, Levi's I'm probably so going to be back. I'm so confused about the Ezra Miller. Of all the yeah. people that were cutting, fan favorites like Henry Cavill, you're going to bring back Ezra Miller? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, like you're, it, you're yeah, not I think worried all... he's going to be in prison. I don't know. But I do know no, not, that James Gunn. Not Gunn's you. A, I just yeah. James. Gunn. Well, he's a huge fan. James Gunn's a huge fan of the of the Flash movie that's upcoming. Um, he said it's great, one of the best movies, super movies he's ever seen. And they also mentioned that it's going to be a transition, transition point of from the Snyder DCEU into the new DCU. So, um, which makes sense, like based on that, if it's based on the Flashpoint comic, which apparently it is. So you're kind of picking and choosing what you like, and what works. So. You know, from that sense, everything still counts, you know, from Man of Steel on. It's just a different iteration at this point. So it's its own universe. Yeah. I will say, I will say, you know, they're not tipping all of their hand to us. Yeah. There are going to be some surprises. There are going to be some thrills that they're going to throw in. Maybe some cameos and crossovers and movies coming. This is chapter one, and it's not even a full lineup of chapter one. I am a little worried that they're going to... I felt like the MCU did this with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. 
that they're going to use the the new Flash movie to just say, okay, now we can kind of do whatever we want storyline wise. We could put things wherever we want and say it all counts, but only if we want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want that to be too convenient of a plot point and just yeah. excuse the idea that uh, this isn't really connected, but it can be. Yeah. It worked in Star Trek. Did it though? <laughs> so I, there's a lot we don't know, but you know, I think there's, there's some interesting things coming for sure. I am also, I'm more excited than I was uh, before this announcement for the, the four movies that are already in the pipeline for Shazam fear of the gods. I'm more excited for that for blue beetle for the flash obviously. And, and for Aquaman, especially because they're not just like lame duck movies. Like there actually is some connectivity to this. I mean, it's, it's kind of silly that we've gotten to this point now where like a movie can't just exist on its own. Right. It's like the movie should just be fine. Just be a movie. I can go enjoy it. It doesn't have to be, well, is there going to be but, more, but that's of not that the promise of these comic book movies. Exactly. The promise We're, is there's more. Yep. And it seems that oh. we'll still be getting more. And bust the what, is it Buster Gold? Now I'm blanking on the name. Booster Gold. Booster, Booster. Gold. Booster. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. So excited. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff coming. So as we close, we just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook, email us at readingbetweenreels at gmail.com, or use the SpeakPipe app on our website. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend. Our next episode, which will be out very, very soon, is going to be on Ant-Man. So if you have any thoughts about Ant-Man, send us an email or voicemail, and we'll play them on a future show. 